Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, don't fuck up the intro. Right, so we're keeping that in. Welcome to Bear With Me, the Quirky Queer Zone. The place where you get our take on the world from a queer bear point of view. You can contact us by email at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com and Instagram at podcastbearwithme. We're your hosts. I'm Mark. And I'm Stephen. Well done. Yay, I never missed that because I had that in, but it's that second bit. I just can't. My tongue just does not. It's the only time your tongue has any hey, problems. Sharp. Right, so apologies and fuck ups. Yes, so there's no real apologies or fuck ups. And I've got two things, but the third one, I don't know what that means. I'm not yes, sure even put stats in. I don't know what yeah, they are. I don't know what that means. So the ten, the ten point five and the two point five percent. Someone had asked me because on the last podcast when we were talking about the amount of followers that we had slept with that oh, had right. voted for us. So ten point five percent of the followers that voted for you as their favourite podcast co-host, you've slept with. But only two point five percent of the people that voted for me, I've slept with. But you also had a lot more people vote yes. for you than me, so that that. But is... that goes from the episode before when you said that a lot of the people that vote for me is because I've slept with them or want to sleep with them. Oh, so that's wait, where wait, the wait, 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 No, no, wait a minute. So that statement there you just said was want to well, sleep you, with no, you. I think so, no. So I we go back actual, to that. Right, right, no, 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 so, so you fucked up there in that statement you just no, said when you were being shady. I just, I just realab- I'm not being shady. You were being someone, fucking someone shady. Someone asked because we were talking about it. Someone names... I can't remember who. I genuinely can't remember. <laughs> it was like two weeks ago. Shady bitch. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that it wasn't an apology. It was just a re-clarification of something that we had talked about. So anyway, like... Uh, it's alright, I'm going to go back and work those stats out, people. Working out if we had the same amount of figures. So it actually gives you a more fair poll on it. That's fine, the figures are there. <laughs> um, <laughs> no problem with me. Um, so, general? We'll get, we'll get yeah, straight g- into g- it. General, yeah. So, so the first one we've got, this is you, isn't it? This is me, yes. So, so, so we kind of touched on this, I think, on the last one. Yeah, with Manchester Police and the council kind of shutting down the dark rooms in yeah. the clubs. They've kind of done a 360, and they're now saying that is fine. They were only doing routine checks. It feels like they were just a little bit backtracking because there was enough people talking about it. To me, anyway. Yeah, so it's, so it's it's almost back to the eighties where yes. they're looking to cut down on consent because the line here is it's consensual sex in dark rooms. Yes, which, which again, you know, gay clubs, sex clubs, it, you know, if you know people having consensual sex there, it, it's safer than if they're doing it. And I think the problem was is that they realised that all these clubs needed to do, so all the Eagle were doing mm-hmm. was putting in a sign-in book. Yeah. That's that's all you need to do to make a, a private club, is have a sign-in book. So, regardless of what the, the legalities of it were, they were getting around it. So, why not just back off and have? So, I, would, I just kind of wanted to touch on that, that the decision to like almost shut down the dark rooms, which is what they wanted to do, they've completely just turned that around. Which is and good. there's a there's a great line at the end going. They they did review the council staff because they must have had claims for homophobic behaviour. Yes, and were advised that there was no homophobic behaviour um, presented. And I think that that's fair enough. If it, if it is one, it feels that it's been a ticky box exercise. 
more than anything else. Rather than someone from the council going, hi, if you want to do this, we need you to do this and this and this, rather than what happens with councillors, which is, we're just going in with two feet telling you you can't do yes, this anymore. Exactly. And then the next thing that I had kind of follows on from this, but not necessarily... <laughs> two things I have to go back to go forwards to yeah. see what the next outcome is. <laughs> not necessarily about the Great Manchester Police Department, but it's actually to do with Scotland. So... Despite the rocketing rates of violence against LBGT plus people in Scotland, absolutely no police Scotland officers have been sent for a training course to better tackle the upsurge of hate crime around the LGBT community in the past four years. Which I thought was quite... I think that's something that needs to be ongoing. Yeah. Because in the past four years, there's a whole load of... I'm trying to think of what's the best word. But, um, you know, it's not just about being gay or lesbian. It is more about the trans community, the non-binary community, the... Queer community? Yeah, the queer community, rather than just an LGBT singular issue. So there is some stats in this article, so it does say that in 2016, there was 90 police officers trained. Mm -hmm. Since then, no further officers have been trained. Now, what what this article doesn't reflect is how many new officers have come in or how many new again if 90 officers are dealing with this and it is a specialist team then do not specialist but but it again it doesn't specify this in this article no this is this problem this article is written i'm I'm really sorry it's a pink news article no i know and it's written from a very inflammatory point of view and it's it's taking stats like, take a breath. No, I'm, I, do you want me to talk about the article or not? I do, but I, I'm just I'm reading over vitriol. it, and it is, but it is one of those. Oh, we're spinning it this way. So, so to me, this okay, almost so, reads like um, the vote Brexit. We'll yes, put 230 right, million no, into so, it. So that's fair enough. So, having someone that I work with who is a retired police officer who has retired in the past, I think nine months. So you work with a retired police officer. I work with a retired police could officer. Could you have made that? How many more times could you have said retired in that statement? <laughs> Jesus. He, 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 doesn't, he doesn't give a shit. Um, I know I work with retired police and what I do as well. It's great. So he's li- he literally was a police officer in the past year. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him about it. Yeah. And he 100% agrees with that. Because I showed him that. I was like, yeah. what do you think about this? I was like, because he... He worked very closely with the Pink Triangle in Edinburgh. Yeah. And he was one of the ones that went in and out of all the clubs. Yeah. And he would always be patrolling Pride and everything. And he was like, that is accurate. Yep. So, so again, you have a police officer who you've just kind of said specialised in an area which he was policing. No. So, so he, he, was, he, was a regu- he was just a police officer. But part of his routine was to go in and out of establishments. But in general, it was around the area where all the gay clubs are. So it was part of his regular beat? Well, no. We don't have beat cops. That's not a thing. You can raise your eyebrows and try to... I'm, no, I'm not. Rise, you, get, you, get you, I, I'm obviously not getting the right, the, the right point across here for what you're trying to make. Your, your point you're making to me is that you're saying he covered this area therefore he's someone I was expected to have either been on this training course or have had a little bit more understanding yes because four years ago be, he, he went on an initial training course and that's it that's but, all there's but been. that's what it's saying they've only done the one set training course it's, yes. it's not saying they've done more now your example here with him is he has now retired yes. so now they may be in a position where they do need to look at redoing it it isn't I suppose your point here is looking at is inclusion actually a 
mandatory training for every job? Is it something which should be part of their training? And that's maybe what this article is trying to say, but it doesn't say it in a positive format. It says it in an inflammatory format. But that wasn't the point I was trying to make. Okay. okay. (laughs) That's the point you're trying to make. Well, no, no. So you speak it from your point of view. Tell me what the point you're trying to make is then. Give me the point that you're trying to bloody make. Well, I was, and then you over you you constantly overspeak. You think that if you can shout louder, shout longer, shout harder, that I'm going to agree with what you're saying. Incorrect. I waited for you to finish and then give you my point back. So the point of the article is that in Scotland it was a priority for the police force, not just ninety of the police force, but the police force to be trained on LGBT community liaison and a whole plethora of issues that had to be retrained into the police officers. Okay. And there was supposed to be an ongoing training thing. Doesn't say that in the article. Right, so I'm... I'm saying that. Okay. Having spoken to someone that was a police officer that had the initial training, it was supposed to be an ongoing training situation that never happened. That is the point. The police officer that I was speaking to agrees with that article. So my statement of saying if maybe something which needs to be part of mandatory training, which would be ongoing mandatory training, is the same point you're trying to make there. No. I read the article. I agreed with the article. I spoke to someone who is in knowledge of the who is in knowledge of the other side of the argument, and he agrees with the article. I don't know what the next step is. I'm not a training teacher. I'm not. I don't need to have a solution. You don't, but you sometimes you, you, you don't. But sometimes you can't just throw in a negative garbage here. This is this thing is bad. Full stop. Well, <laughs> but you can. It's called a statement. <laughs> Should we move on to the next one? Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, and then we went to see Latrice Royale. So, do you want to take this or shall I take this? I'll let you take it because I think you probably have a more favourable opinion than I, I do. I don't think I do. So, you know, we, we went to CC's. Not a clue what was going on. Nope. Staff didn't have a clue what was going on nope. upstairs. No organisational skills nope. at all. Thrown downstairs. Eventually, when the staff let me down for the meet and greet, meet and greet actually wasn't bad. We've, we've done... Al- d- yeah, Alice was actually pretty a pretty good meet and greet host. Yeah, she had... She was on the ball. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. The problem is the, the support upstairs was yes. shocking. yeah. So once you got downstairs into the lab, which is, if you imagine CCs as a club on two levels, the lab downstairs is where they host it. In actual fact, Alice, Alice hosting and the girls she had with her, yeah, really well done. Everything organised once you got downstairs. Um, the treats actually lovely. She was really polite with everyone. She mm-hmm. didn't rush through. No, a she didn't. She, she was more than happy to wait. And all things, she was seated, which even seated, she was the same height as the two of them. Yes, <laughs> in her flat. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. flat as the pussycat with Namumu. Um, <laughs> little calf dad. Um, actual, actual fact, she was lovely. She could, was couldn't follow. You know, and even once we were downstairs, it was fine. And once it started setting up, again, the ongoing feedback for me with a lot of the rabbit holes, nothing runs on time. And it didn't. And it, that's, no, it didn't. It, everything uh, seemed to be about fifteen minutes late. And it, it sounds like she was fine. Oh, it's only fifteen minutes. In actual fact, when you're working Saturday, fifteen yep. minutes is a long bloody time. Still need to get everywhere else. You're still trying to commute transport. And even if you come through from Glasgow to watch the show, you're then still fighting for a train. You're, aren't you, yeah, to you're get struggling to, to get that half past train um, to, to get back. So, you know, they, they hosted. We got two local girls. Mm-hmm. Actually, fine. Three. 
Oh, Alice. I forgot Alice performed as well. <laughs> just thought, just thought she was Alice. there. Alice was I, I just want. I, I would just love to see a good hour and a half show just of Alice just being an absolute cunt to everyone. She, she, is lots of... she has got that perfect mix of I am a mean motherfucker but I'm going to do it with a smile you're going to love me for it. Yeah. Um, she does remind me a bit of the Crankies. Yeah. I'm... Um, so, so for anyone who doesn't know who the Crankies are, just go Google it. It's who the if you're in England, it's who they keep saying Nicholas Sturgeon's like. Yes. Um, but it's and then we got kind of so after everyone local, we got Latrice on. She was on for about twenty minutes. Yep. She on three songs that stand up. Actual fact wasn't the worst performance I've seen. Not it wasn't. Not not the best performance, but great engagement with the crowd. Um, I'd have. It was just a, such a shame that it wasn't a Latrice show because it was so quick. I mean. I I thought her engagement with everyone was fun. She enjoyed herself. She had a good laugh. Yeah, and she went off stage once she was done, and I think pretty much the club cleared. I don't think yeah. anyone hung about. No, uh, um, from it. But so many straight women. Well, see, we're going to talk about that. On so, our last so, question. so, 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 so many straight women and very tall men. Very, very tall men. Taller than me, men. Yes, that was hilarious. That was weird. How did, how did it feel to be the short one in the room? I mean, to be short, that's not the problem. The problem is when he kept leaning yeah. back because his head kept going, his, his whole body arch back. It was like, <gasps> it's going to crush that woman behind him. <laughs> um, but overall, I wouldn't pay to go and see another Queen and CCs. I don't think the venue. No. Um, and my biggest issue is their staging. So the staging, they have a small stage, but they have a barrier in front of the stage, which means, in actual fact, as soon as the Queen drops or does any stunts on the ground, you can't, you can't see, see it unless you stand in yeah. front of it. So to me, all of those death drops, all those splits the girls were doing, absolutely wasted on yeah. the crowd. You can't see it. Yeah. So there's a lot of effort for no one to see it. Unlike when we've been to see Shangela, Miss Cracker, where they're on the stage and you're looking up, yes. and you can see these, and it's like, wow. I think that also goes to the fact that every other queen that we've seen has been sitting yeah so there is that op- so if everyone was sitting at CC's I think no it wouldn't have been as bad yeah with the death drops because you would have seen at least something because everyone would have been sort of at that same level whereas if you're we were standing up a good like 20 feet behind the stage so you literally just saw a head dropping and that was it yeah I mean I suppose, I suppose the other thing we definitely got the queens more at our side of the stage. There was definitely more more noise oh, from it. our yeah. side of the stage. Yeah. Um, because it's it's that horrible, but you can kind of see the focus. It might just mean the spotlight was on our side. Our side, right? What was? Come on then. So my take on it. So I have two different two different things. I think again, you're right. Alice and her girls were fantastic. I could I would quite easily just watch them for an hour and a half. Yeah, they were really really good, really engaging. They always are though. Um, so everyone that can go and see a rabbit hole show should go absolutely really really good um, so we paid £25 for the meet and greet tickets yep which is cheaper than a lot of the queens and although it was a rabbit hole presents Latrice show I did expect it to be slightly more than 20 minutes to see Latrice yeah um, I think three songs and you thought she was engaging when she was doing the whole bit when she was interacting oh god sorry but it was so disingenuous. The, the, yeah, no, I've got... Sorry. So she did go off on a rant about, love everyone. Yeah, love everyone. Run. I yeah, will I be here for all of you. Bitch, no, you're not. You're here to pick up the money. Uh, That's all you're here to do. And that did go on a little bit too much for me. I totally um, know what you mean there. It just felt 
hugely dis uh, disingenuous. I also think that this is having spoke to people that have seen um, Club Kids shows yeah. before. This seems to be their mo: local girl, local girl, local girl, and then the start act for twenty minutes, two songs and a chat, and then you're off. And that kind of seems to be it. Because um, I'm sure that was what happened when Simon from Your Face Is a Sheep went to see what is her name that was with Latrice in All Stars One and Two. Bendel Crime. No. Oh my God. Well, there was only Bendel Crime in One and Two with her. No, in All she Stars. was with in All Stars One and Two, One and Three. Sorry, One and Four. The two all-stars that she was in, they were they were paired together. I what? thought that was Ben Blue. No! Oh my god, I can see her. Manila Luzon. Was it? No, yes, sorry. Oh. Um, but I'm sure he said that about Manila Luzon as well. So I think that's maybe the kids, the club kids or whatever yeah. it is. I think that's maybe how they work, the queens, is that they're only on for like 10, 15 minutes, which I will be looking to see who's hosting the events now. Because if it is a kids club, probably not going to go. No, because it just felt so. Meet and greet started at eight o'clock. Latrice never went on until half ten. You're waiting two and a half hours to actually see the person that you've paid to see, and then she's on and off after. And it's all standing, you know, and it's it's all standing, but it's all standing in free for all. Yeah, which I, if I wanted to be in a mosh pit, I would go to a gig with a mosh pit. Yeah, exactly, and that is what CC's feels like because you come down. Uh huh. So next one's yours. To it. Was that all you had to say about it? Yeah, I, I do. I didn't want to give it too much energy because it was it wasn't worth it. Um, yeah, the next one is also, the next one is on mine's the, better. The, 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 think. On the other hand, two two clubs down, Mary Mac was playing, and that was supposed to be amazing. I love because Mary Mac. Alfie Moon and Shobna Galati were <laughs> there as well because it was Mary Max and everybody's talking about Jamie. Yes, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. cool. Is she, who she, she played the old drag, queen. drag queen. Who did Michelle play in it? The that, headmistress. That's fine, because I thought she was playing the mum for some no, reason. No, no, the headmistress. So Shumna is reprising her role as the mum's best friend. Cool. She was very good. She's so like good at it, yeah. Um, but sorry. Oh, but next one, it's also because um, Latrice mentioned, happened, Latrice mentioned like, this. Within like two hours of the show. Yeah, so AJ and the Queen has been cancelled. It's not getting a second season. No real big surprise there. No surprise there. Uh, I think I think from Latrice's point of view, big hicks. I think he was making quite a bit of money from it. Yeah. I think this is why he's done this tour again, as it's kind of put him back in the the forefront yes um, but it was it was just one of those it was one of those you couldn't believe it's come up and Andy talked about it so it was quite funny Andy was funny about it yeah although I I mean I, I kind of knew that he was a creative director on it and everything yeah. I didn't realise that he had literally created a show for himself <laughs> a, a character uh, for himself right so I think when next two articles we're going to which is yeah so, 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 so we are going to, we are going to so talk about Sherry Pie but we'll talk about it as part of the episodes. Oh, my next one. So, yes. so because, again, I don't know how to bring this in because it came in off the back of Sherry Pie. I got a message on Instagram mm -hmm. from someone going, "Why have you blocked me on Twitter?" Now, uh -huh. if anyone, if anyone, now, if which, I, you've got two Twitters, so it depends on which one. I only have. I don't. I don't have anything on either of my Twitters. No, I know. Um. So, so, so I had nothing on. So I have two Twitters, and I use Twitter as my new Tumblr. So I basically use it to look at porn. Um. Um. And it's well. Is. Um, I never said it. I never even raised my eyebrows. I'm looking at the nose. Don't make <laughs> that sound like I'm disagreeing or anything I with you. You pulled a face again. We're an I audio didn't. podcast. Um, so yeah, so I get a message on Instagram. Yes. Like, oh, you've blocked me on Twitter. And you're like, 
that's lovely. Um, but please elaborate. <laughs> okay, I said, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, that was actually going to be my first statement. <laughs> Are you fucking into it? How would I do that? Um, uh-huh. <laughs> please tell me more, random stranger. Um, yeah, so I got um, a, a, a string of messages from this guy just going, oh, hi, you've, um, you know, the, this guy's catfished me effectively on on Twitter. Um, I don't kind of want to go in, into whose name it is just because I've not asked him for consent. But it's so funny. But he found me because one of the pictures the guy had sent him has my inst- is stolen from my Instagram and has my All Instagram right, yeah, yeah. handle on the top of it. Um, so, so, so that's how yeah. he's then messaged me to say, oh, someone's using it. Um, but by the time he'd given us the Twitter account user, the account had disappeared or changed. Dis- disappeared or changed, yeah. Um, but but it's just one of those kind of like oh you couldn't believe we're talking about catfishing, um and it just it, yeah. it, it, someone messaged you with it. It's the like, thing is, hmm. it happens all the time. <laughs> I know, but if anyone knew me, it's like wow, that's too much effort. And I wouldn't mind all the pictures to pick it. So one of me standing in my um, grouchy Smurf T-shirt, and you're like, wow, someone found that picture hot. <laughs> that is really tragic. It's like oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. You're laughing. No, you laugh and it's funny, and you just it's you snicker I'm and then say not. nothing. I am literally right at the mic, so that will pick it up if I'm laughing. No, you snicker. I, just, I did. Oh my god, I didn't. Um. So next one is yes, you. The next one's mine. Did so, you do your annual review? So I got my annual review. I've not done mine yet, so I will do it. <laughs> so apparently, <laughs> I have a very strong. Um, personality. Oh, sorry. Yes. I thought we wrote about something else here. You mean your work? Yes. Annual review. Yes. Right. That's not what I thought we were oh, talking no, about. Oh, no, what do you think? I no. thought we were doing the numbers review thing. No, again. we can do that but, if you want. No, because but... I haven't finished doing what I need to with stats on it. Um, from my point of view. So, right, your work, no, my work annual, annual review. review. So, I have a very um, overpowering personality. No, never. I know, right? Um, I sometimes. Smug. Self righteous. Correct. Do you want me to talk about it? I don't know. Am I getting any other points? <laughs> no, no, let's move on. No, no, come no, on. No, no, let's stopped. move on. I've stopped. No, no come on, tell me about no. your review. You know I want no. to know. No, let's move on. No, no, come on. No. So you have a strong personality. Did no. they tell you? Because there have got to be some good things in it because no. you do so much good things no. at work. We're not going. Nope. You shut me down, so. I no. didn't shut no. you down. You I did. was teasing you. Come on. No. So our next post is also mine. <laughs> All right, so we're just yep. moving on to your next Absolutely, one. yeah. So I think this is actually a really good idea and I think that um, all the big prides in the UK should adopt this. So um, Belgian Pride has a genius solution to keep the pinkwashing corporate sponsors out. So what they've started doing is they've started vetting any of their corporate sponsors um, and what they're doing is they're, they're basing it on how much they're sponsoring. So if it's a small business, it's a quick survey about um, their LGBT inclusivity, um, if it's bigger ones, they ask to see internal communications. If it's huge corporations, they do a full deep search. And if their internal and external communications and their policies do not fit in with what they should be for the LGBT community, they get told no. And I think that's an amazing idea. Because as I, I work for a company that does sponsor London Pride and Manchester Pride. They don't sponsor Edinburgh Pride. Um, I think they do Glasgow as well. On the outside, yes, we, we sponsor LGBT rights um, and everything, but internally, I couldn't wear a rainbow t-shirt of the month of Pride because it wasn't corporate 
Where? And, no. So we have a t-shirt that you can, that the public can purchase. Right. And I had asked our LGBT group on Facebook, that's a private group for staff only, if I could wear that throughout the month of Pride because my senior manager said I couldn't because it wasn't uniform. So this company that about three different companies that screen sponsorship for the Belgian Pride if they would have seen that and they would have been allowed access to see that so they would have not allowed my company to sponsor Pride because that goes against LGBT policy because they want us to well my company wants us to actively support Pride and Pride Month and the LGBT Pride marches but when you ask to support it they tell you no because it's not uniform even though it's a product that we sell but you don't sell your uniform to the public no but if we are trying to actively encourage all of our staff to celebrate Pride surely you should allow your LGBT staff to actually celebrate it and purchase the item make profit for the company for that month of Pride again playing devil's advocate on this one maybe my response to here is to throw design at them and say can this be our staff wear pride t-shirt but because we, because you do a work one which you are willing to purchase because i'm assuming you can you purchase additional corporate wear yes so so, so, yeah. so, so they could do it as a he, if you if you want to support the pride event here is our pride t-shirt if you want to buy it you can buy it it doesn't necessarily need to be worn specifically for the pride month but this is we're aiming for the pride month but if you want to wear it it can become part of your yeah staff yeah. uniform rotation but, but that wasn't an option uh, but again the, the, on, the so, only option that they gave sorry the only option that they gave was that you could wear it on the day of your local pride i'm going to be at the local pride i'm not going to be at work because oh that's right you can't make me work it because it's part of our policy is that I am allowed to attend my local pride, which is great. But I think it's a, I think it's an interesting learning exercise from from your business point of view as well. Of where you 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 should because you're great at designing the t-shirts. You should send them a design and say, how how quickly can this be made part of our corporate way? But the thing is, it would be easy to do because we have the the logo name, and under it there is chevrons enough for the rainbow colours. I suppose, I suppose then you get into that territory of do you do the seven or do you do the nine? I think it's only the uh, six. Is it six now? Yeah, six, pretty much. I'm assuming they can't get an indigo and violet. No. Because we actually have that as an option for our name badges at work. Yeah. But it's the, the Tesco logo and the chevrons underneath it. So yeah, I, I just thought it was a really good idea of what you Belgium are doing. Did you be picking up your business name or are you allowed to mention um, I've mentioned name? it before. That's right, I couldn't remember. Um, it's not like I say that I've sucked dick in Tesco or anything. And I haven't. No, you just um, sent pictures on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working! <laughs> work, work, work pooping is the best type of pooping. I so think. yeah, so the, 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 this is the, the one bit of blurb that I really, really like. Um, is So this is from Belgian Pride is we no longer wish to work with brands with the employers in Belgium who work towards inclusion, um, both in, natu- um, in their human resource policy and in their internal-external communi- uh, communications. So I, 
we've all seen it. We've all seen the Primarchs. We've all seen the Marks and Spencers. We've all seen all the huge chain brands. Soon as it hits May, got all the rainbow stuff out. What did they do the rest of the year? The only exception I would say that I've seen do things throughout the year is H and M, because every so often they will bring out a new LGBT logo T-shirt or something. They do something, and I'm pretty sure, and I can I'll probably get it corroborated. I'll probably ask the ginger, but I'm sure the process a percentage of the proceeds of their their gay inclusive range does go to charity. So I think it's a I think it's a really good idea that that. Prides should vet who they're sponsoring rather than just taking the money because it is supposed to be about pride it's supposed to be about inclusion so why don't they only have brands and sponsorship from companies that want to do that and engage in that all year round internally and externally speaking of this I know it's off, off topic uh, did you see the article about um, Americans women's soccer I haven't got the article in here no. because I haven't seen it I was talking to Zander was talking to me about it last night. So apparently, along the lines of this, so Soccer US must distribute their sponsorship deals. Uh -huh. So, so if they sponsorship and they distribute more to the men's football than the women's football, right? Now, reasoning for doing this is all oh, the women are not as. And again, this is me talking from someone else telling me about mm -hmm. the article. I haven't read the article. The the women's are not as good. Or not as efficient. Oh no, I've but, seen something about that. But obviously, what's happening is the women are winning. The women's US yes. team have won something. The American team have never won anything. I think Coke have taken them to the board to say, "Why is our sponsorship money not going to the team who is successful performing, yes. and performing, and we can get our branding out there to the team who is underperforming, but you're giving mm -hmm. them our money?" Yeah, and, and I think that I wish I'd, I wish I'd seen if I can find the article. I, we can talk I, more I, about it. I had seen it. the blurb, or I'd seen like the the headline for it on mm. Facebook when I was scrolling through. But, but that fascinated me, and I think that's a really relevant one along this. Yeah, um, are you wanting to fit a break in at this point yes, before we go on we to our next have a break? One? Okay. You're so, introducing the break? No, I'll let you introduce that. Nope, because I'm yeah. going to do the blurb afterwards because I have to find <laughs> So you can do the break bit. Um, so we're going to have a quick break and we'll see you in a minute. And the music is from the gorgeous Jonas Gladnikov. You're doing your twinkly music now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So thank you for having with us, and we're back, Yay. and we're doing our. So we've run the last. Questions. What have we done this for a month again? Month uh, and a bit. Yeah, something like that. Right. So many questions. So so many shady questions. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't actually think any of them. There are a couple that are shady. Of course, there's a couple which are shady. And there's there's one particular one that's good. There's, there's a total shady question, and he's not going to like the answer. But tough. <laughs> yep. Right, so, right, so we'll, are we just reading that in in turn? Yeah, so you can read the first well. one, I'll read the second one. Yeah. So the first question: Are we saying who they're by? Um, I we can just leave, we can leave we'll, it. We'll leave it. We'll leave it blank unless, unless they've mentioned yeah. their name in the question. Yeah. Um, so the first question is: How likely do you think that a hookup could turn into something relationshipy? Am I? Do you want me to answer first, or do you want yeah, to? Yeah, you first? on you go. Um, quite likely. I feel in this day and age now. You are more likely to have a hookup than go on a date, or a date will end up in a hookup, and then a hookup can end up in a second hookup, which ends up in another hookup, which then ends up in a type of relationship. And again, it depends what boundaries you put on relationship. So I think hookups can quite often end up as relationships. Whereas I kind, I'm kind of the opposite opinion. Yeah. Because I think 
the last time that what should have been a random hookup that turned into something a bit more was with the fireman. Yes. And I never want to go through that again. And I know that's a bad example. And I know that ended not the most positively. But I, since then, none of my hookups have really turned into anything. I suppose... Even remotely. Like, I have regular hookups. Yeah, I was going to say, but your hookups turn into regular yeah, fuck buddies. But... Maybe not relationships. But they're not relationshipy. Whereas I think you're definitely... I would say you're the other way around. I just land in relationships. No. You can't just land in... No. No, 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 no. That's a whole other conversation, whole <laughs> other question. But no, that's bullshit. Calling that out for bullshit. Call it what you want. Thankfully, it wasn't the question. Right, we're next one. Okay, for Mark only. Yeah. Explain how your gym selfie will consistently feature you in a jockstrap in your words are not considered to be thirst traps, even though social media could... Suggest the chain the changing room is the most thirsty place around. Um so hi Phil um, calling you out for this one. Um, a it's not a changing room, I'm in a actively in a shower. <laughs> um, which is technically not a changing it's room. It's a changing room. There is lockers and benches, so No no again, there's, a, there's not lockers because it's my changing room. There's Bullshit. Locker you can literally see the lockers and benches behind you. Okay. So the pictures of me and my jockstrap are mostly taken in a shower, which is... I might need you to beep this for me. So it's a... Right. So, you, so I need you to beep that, yeah. unfortunately. Um, so that's why it's not a gym. It's not a gym, first of all. So so it's not a gym. I'm in a much, a much safer area. Um, and to me, to me again, the th- a thirst picture is you actively looking to achieve sex out there. I'm not. That's, I am looking. No, the, no, no. This you, is my opinion. Yeah, you yes. don't. Oh. See the shoot me down bit that you accused uh-huh. me of doing earlier on. See, this is what no, you do. No, what you do is you try to shoot me down and try and get me to agree with what you want to say, which is usually the opposite of what I'm saying. So what you're doing is no, exactly the same thing now. No, your definition of what a thirst trap is is not correct. But it's my definition. It could be my definition of it. But that's like saying my definition of an orange is that it's green. It could be green if it's, it's not It's not. Right. No, it's not. <laughs> so that would be right, why. Sorry. So, so that's basically why. And I mean, my question would be, Phil, thanks. I don't know what the picture is you posted this morning on yours with those bloody white briefs. Because um, <laughs> your leg looks like it's wrapped around I don't know what. Um, but no, to me, it's not. I, it, I, I definitely could take you a picture and show you in my definition what a thirst picture is when people have questioned me you, I have sent them you always a take pictures picture, of thirsty pics a second picture going no no this is not a thirst picture this is what I call a thirst picture and I've done that before to people and they were both pretty much identical they're not you sent identical me the, they are they are almost identical ident- but they're not identical but they're almost but identical but they're not identical the, the, the only identical in place are the same and they're not <laughs> are we moving on to the next one delusional <laughs> <laughs> yes um, so which real or fictitious people would you both pick for a come down with me how many people are in come down with me so I've I, I don't know I've picked three people um, and the reasons why god I'll let you go while I think about right. it so I picked Julia Child <gasps> good choice that would be amazing and the food would be so fat and in, but so amazing and you need to be sitting there for like five days I just watched that last night again um, Julia and Julia, Julia. <laughs> um, my second one would be Kathy Griffin mm. the American comedian I love her. I think she is hugely entertaining. She's hugely intelligent. She's just, I mean, she's genuinely amazing. The things that Trump has put her through and she is still standing and still fighting, I just think are absolutely 
like just beyond amazing and I don't think she gets recognition that she rightly deserves as a comedian as an activist and everything and the second one would be my grandpa because I never actually met him he died like three months after I was born so it just I don't know that was just a sentimental one um, I did I suppose for me um, so yes Lewis uh, I think yeah. his books are fascinating and especially after watching the last the movie we've seen yeah. about <coughs> about his book writing skills I think it'd be fascinating to have at a table just, yeah. to, just to talk to about what he'd been through um, probably Robin Hobb who again wrote a lot of books I like mm -hmm. um, she writes on the Megan Lindholm as well um, again just because I love her books and I'd love to know where where her head would take her next or where she'd want to go yeah. with it uh, and then probably Steven Spielberg really? yeah just just because I think he's fascinating see I think his mind's fascinating I don't think he'd be engaging I don't know why I don't know. I think it'd be funny because then you could theme your come down me around movies of Steven Spielberg. <laughs> See, that's, all, that's <laughs> more what you want. <laughs> um, right, my next one. This is yes. me again. Yes. Um, does Mark need a hearing test? So I'm going to answer this one. I don't think you need a hearing test. I think there is a huge difference between not being able to hear and choosing not to hear. So what this needs to say is does Mark have selective hearing? Yes. And then the answer would be, yes, he does. <laughs> Very much so. I probably need a hearing test as well, I've got to be honest with you. Um, uh, is, this one, is this one you? Yes. Um, so do you think people, regardless of sexual identity, are really designed to have a monogamous relationship? I'll let you go first on this, because I think you've got a lot of opinions on this. You've answered so, something like this yeah. before. So, uh, the, the, the stock answer would be yes, if that's what they want. I don't think it, I, I think the question's right I don't think it matters on what your sexuality is however for me personally I can't see myself ever having a monogamous relationship simply because I can't make someone 100% happy whether that's sexually whether it's hobby wise whether it's just personality wise I can't do that they're if that's the expectation of a relationship they're going to be disappointed I'm going to be frustrated because I can't deliver that so why wouldn't I want to let them go and find the parts that I can't deliver in that relationship whether it's sex whether it's hobbies whether it's just you know someone that likes drinking vodka and I don't and I'm just using that as an example because I like drinking vodka why would I not want the person that I'm supposed to be in love with to go find that somewhere else knowing full well that that doesn't detract from the love and the relationship that we have so yes if that's what they want and they want a monogamous relationship go for it for me personally I don't think it works for me I'm like you I think it's subjective I think I, I can do both doesn't really it doesn't really phase me either way with it I think for some people monogamy is, is what they're designed for I do believe there are people yep. who who don't want to have anything other than that I do believe there's people you know polyamorous relationships you know, but would you class a polyamorous relationship if they were not bringing anyone outside in would you class that as a monogamous relationship or would you only class monogamous as between two people again that you're opening the line again of of what is monogamy exactly and, and that that's the problem isn't it and i think i think to look at classic monogamy polyamory is outside of monogamy yeah. irrespective of how you look at yeah. it because that's why it's called polyamory not monogamy I know you can say it can be a yeah, monogamous polyamorous relationship and I'm not saying that prob it I'm probably not probably not polyamorous but like a triad that did not sleep with anyone yeah. like e either either the three parties didn't sleep I would I would say that was a monogamous relationship because it was just a relationship defined by those 
people within that relationship. So what I can think of as that reference is um, what's the thing with the husband and the sister wives? It's a bit like um, the housewives. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you know, so so I think as long as you are happy in your relationship and your relationship isn't hurting yourself or your partner, what does it matter? Yeah. Um, the next one's yours. Is that me? Um, <laughs> so this is from Leo. I, I'm told, yeah, I'm, yeah. Right. I'm always wary of gays who dot 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 complete that sentence. Right. So you go. Uh, I always wary. I'm just always wary of gays. Full stop. <laughs> um, so I'm always wary of gays who. Opening line is I'm just looking for friends. Because that's always then an undertone of something else. Huh. Mine would be, I'm always wary of gays who seem too perfect. And again, <laughs> I'm, I'm using that as past example, and I am. I'm going to bring up the fireman again, because that seemed like a perfect person, the way that they portrayed themselves before we met, and even after they met for a little while. And anyone that I've had any interactions with, particularly in the gay community, that do seem to be what people would maybe class as perfection they're the ones that normally fall the hardest yeah and i don't want to be around that fair enough so next one is yes. you and i think you should answer it first because you quite <laughs> clearly have an essay on this <laughs> oh so don't hate me when i answer this of course by I way. Hate you. um so the question was and i'm going to call this one out as well because he was being shady um so this was tom who, the Welsh boy. No, who works for the company that we're not allowed to talk about. Oh, who you were yes. offering sexual favours to get things fixed. Yes. Right. Um, so he asked the question, what is the most annoying thing you do to each other? I mean, to answer it individually. So we kind of had this conversation, but I completely just ignored your question. And um, we were talking about it last week. So the thing that annoys me the most about Mark is there are times where you are completely inauthentic to the point where you sometimes lie about things and I have examples if you want them but there's there's no point um, because you'll probably just say oh, you're going back on that again um, when there's no need if that makes sense so the parent, um, I'll, I'll use a example was when you were you were meeting me and Stephen in town one day and you wanted us to meet you at the train station and then when you met us you were like oh I was at the gym when you weren't you were hooking up with someone and there was no need for that you could have you didn't need to say anything and then it was like half an hour later like oh well I was hooking up with a guy it's like well one we didn't need to know that there was no need for it and what was and I think I asked you at the time like what was the point of the, the lie so that's the thing that kind of frustrates me the most that you do and you do that quite a bit and a lot of the time it does come it gets delivered when you're hooking up with people or it's about getting someone's dick and that happens quite a bit and that's the thing that annoys me and that's kind of when I kind of spark off a little bit so yeah, that's mine. See, mine, mine's is the opposite. Mine's is when you do something completely irrational. So 
you know, Stephen can be really nice, really nice, really nice, and then he can spiral. And rather than being able to say, oh, I'm not in a great mindset, I'm having a bad day, something's going on, you shut down and then you can throw a really bitchy catty comment, which can set me off. Mm-hmm. And then I've learned now just to kind of ignore that because sometimes I can't tell, are you spiraling? Are you, are, are, are you having just a bad day? Or are you trying to be funny? Because sometimes you being yeah. funny sometimes can, it doesn't can, get can, delivered can, well yeah it, yeah, it, yeah yeah it, totally it, it isn't and it can trigger me off where i'll spiral myself and, and and you can i think in the same way that we both know how to wind each other up yes you, you can do, do it quite a bit um and, I think and, both and, and my, my recent example would be you having a dig last weekend where i was doing ironing and things i'd finished everything you said you were going to the cinema i didn't have time to go to the cinema i'd gone to the gym and you sent me a message going oh don't lie to me to tell me you wanted to go to the gym and it didn't. I hadn't planned to go to the gym. I planned to do everything else. I had everything done and decided to go to the gym. And you kind of shot off at me. Now, I put that down to you hadn't been sleeping. You weren't in a great space rather than you having got me. But I didn't also couldn't tell if you were being funny. And that's my I was, I was kind of being funny with an undertone of... And, and this is... I can't yeah, tell yeah, sometimes. Yeah. No. And, and that's, that's where it gets me with you is, is yeah. you sometimes think you're being funny. And you're not. <laughs> I, I think I was kind of trying. I've been a bit sarcastic, but again, so to follow that, you are this kind of I. I this is the thing that kind of bothers me that you do quite a bit is you've that, had one. You don't get to no, go no, have another no, one. But, but you, you, you brought last week up. No, which is my example. Yeah. I haven't gone back to answer your example of mine. So, so this was just my example to give you of it. Yeah, but the reason I sent that is I was trying to be funny, but because in the past you have said something and done another thing which is why it was kind of tinged with a whole bit of truthfulness and the fuck because you probably could have made it to the cinema in all honesty by the time it took you to walk to the gym you could have got on the bus and been at the cinema before the movie started but I didn't know I'd have been finished no, my end by then. But, that but, was the, that is the yeah. that's the point. Is I had things I needed to do. Again, I'd worked the Saturday, so I knew I was behind what I needed no, to do. I know all that. But right. this is the reason why there's sometimes that I that I do trigger you when I spark off because it's like, all right, here we go again. Which is why I sometimes spark off and it kind of probably hits you a bit deeper than it meant to. Mind the next one? Yes. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> Any teacher at school you secretly fancied or met? Oh, I had sex with my PE teacher student. Wow, that was... Yes. Without even missing a breath. Yes. Oh, so for okay. people who didn't get this, so, it wasn't Stephen's... Just see if I've yeah. heard this right. It wasn't your actual PE teacher. It was your PE teacher's assistant. So like a, a, a trainee in the yeah, school. So it was like a, a, a trainee PE teacher. Yeah. He was 22. I was 15. And yeah, we hooked up so many times. Yeah. My answer is no, but the bouncers did try to set me up with my English teacher uh. once um, when I was working, which was very disturbing. Um, right, next one. Yes, yeah, so if you could create your own country, what parts of the world would you use? I don't really have much to go off apart from the UK. Um, I'd, I don't know, I'd want... I like where I grew up, so I like yeah. I like the I like the atmosphere in Berwick. I love that it's set in a valley, 
you, you know, we've got hills, we've got we're close to the countryside, we're on the ocean, we're on the river. Yeah, I, I'm quite happy with that. I think the UK as a country is fascinating. We have weather, you know, we have lots of varied landscape. We're yeah. big enough that you can tour it. That's true. And, and get round it. We're effectively three three countries on a landmass. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so I I think I'd probably take. I, I suppose it's I suppose looking at if I wanted to look at geographically, I'd probably be quite happy yeah. here. Even with the crappy weather changing, I'd rather have lots of safe weather. Yeah. Th- th- than you know, a lot of the a lot of crazy weather you can see other other places. So what about you? So I've like picked parts of like places that I really love. So yeah. I would definitely want the beach and the pier and everything from Huntington Beach. Because uh-huh. that is just I I don't know I just felt really calm and relaxed there so I think that's where like my head would go, um. I would want sort of mountains of sort of Colorado, Connecticut when it's snowing in the winter because I love the snow and it oh, that would just be amazing and it's really annoying because someone that I follow on Instagram has been skiing for the past three months it feels like and all these posts under these beautiful photos, um architecture something modern-ish so like sort of like the Palm Springs bungalows but as long as my friends were there I wouldn't really give a shit what it looked like how it was so so to my understanding what Stephen wants is a strip of country beach yes. at the front of it yes Colorado mountains get mountains and then snow at the back yes <laughs> pretty much pretty much <laughs> but you want all of those seasons all of the time all the time yes I want the sun at the beach and I want the snow in the winter at the back at the mountains <laughs> all the time yes pretty um, much uh, was that me or you I can't remember that uh, that was me right so what do you most like about each other so what do we not like about oh. each other what do we like each other Jesus so you go first then I'm trying to think uh huh I know. I I like that Stephen. <laughs> I like that Stephen has this weird fuck up imagination sometimes, which he, I don't think. Do he, I? He, I don't think he realizes he has because sometimes he go off just as much of a tangent I have and be like, "It's oh, a God, really yeah. brilliant creative idea," but you can actually deliver on it, um, and that's what's fascinates me a lot with you. But again, you can also be you know really sweet when you want to be you can be the nicest person in the world oh god no you stop can, telling people that you can also be the the vision so Stephen will do something sweet but cunty at the same time so for example you know, my, my example will be like oh give, give an example give, give an example Mark yes. here's a lovely cuddly teddy toy open yes. the box poof fucking glitter <laughs> everywhere that was for weeks so good to be fair that wasn't me so when it got boxed up she said would you like some confetti and I said, yes, just a little drop. <laughs> and she asked who it was for. And I was like, oh, it's for my friend. And she was like, how old is he? And I was like, 40. And then the whole tub dumped in. So that really wasn't me, but I loved it. <laughs> you could literally hear it rattle. Um, my favourite thing, well, not my favourite thing, but the thing I like, prob- not most, but it's the thing that we, we get each other. Even when we're crazy, we kind of get each other. And there are times where we don't need to say anything and we can have a whole conversation just by a slight glance. And I don't have that with anyone else. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that says about us. (laughs) But no, and even all the negative things, we still get each other. So you know that you can trigger me. I know that I can trigger you and we still do it. 
But I think that's also one of the good things about a relationship because we can like full on trigger each other to the point where I don't know about you, but I went into a, almost a psychotic breakdown at one point, and it was nothing that you had actually done. <laughs> I like it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't actually something that you had done. I can't even remember what it was. It was something stupid, and I was just like, "Fuck that bitch." I'm sure this actually was one thing that I, I it actually was something else, someone someone else had done to you, but I messaged you after them, and you just I'm, put it no, on it to was, me. No, it was a there whole. Was, it was a whole load of like tiny stupid little things that he had done and then you had texted me something when I was at work and I literally can't remember the rest of my shift I the curtain just dropped but in the reverse of that you can also lift that curtain and again you usually don't even know that you're doing it and that's really what I really like about you and our friendship is that <sighs> What? Sorry, you're talking about Stephen's talking about triggering. I should I tell you something okay. I didn't send you because I knew it would trigger you. I split my toenail. Oh fuck off! <laughs> no, and I was no. going to send pictures see, to you. See, and I didn't. Evil, evil, and hateful. I didn't. But you were thinking about it. Of course I did. But then I thought, oh, this is disgusting. This would really trigger. So yes, I'm trying to have a nice moment with you right now, <laughs> and you're just telling me that you're horrible. I just remembered it because my toe hurt. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's why it hurts. So yeah, that's that's definitely one of the things I like most. Not just about you, but our friendship is that we're fucking crazy, but we get each other. Right. Do you keep moving? Yeah. Yep. Right. Who's Joan and who? Actually, I don't know if this is me or you, but I've started reading that. Yeah. Um, who's Joan and who's Bet? Right. So I, I want to answer this first because you think that I'm Bet and I'm so not Bet. I think that I'm Joan. <laughs> of course you do. I think. And just in general terms, I think I'm pretty much upfront about things, even when, particularly, not even even, but particularly when it's my vitriol, I'm very upfront about it. Whereas you're, you'll take a step back. Um, and as I like to say, you like to Disneyfy things, and I think that's definitely more a bit sort of characteristic than a Joan characteristic. I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to have to agree with you at this point. No, no. <laughs> I, no, because I don't... I don't, sometimes should, I don't really know enough about the two of them. Um, you have to, Google. To, to, to really go into it that much. I still think it's the other way around. <laughs> I still totally think it's the other no. way around. Because um, I'm the one which constantly has husbands. You're the one which is constantly single and bitter. <laughs> constantly, constantly has husbands? Is this, a, is this an admission that you're in a relationship? Nope, that's not what the statement said. Constantly and constantly means continually and all the time. More than you. That's not what you, that's not what you said. I also put your favourite movie on the background. Oh, I saw that. I saw, I saw that Bratz came up um, on Netflix. Oh, I love Bratz. I also love the fact that I went to see it in a theatre full of kids, and I was the only adult apart from the mums. Um, where are we next? Uh, of your last ten. Oh yeah. Cups, how many would you give five stars? But is that, I'm assuming that's five out of five. But yeah, I'm assuming so. Leo didn't yeah. give her much more to go no. off of. Um, so, six. Because I had a look at my last ten hookups. Two minutes, I'm going through my head. Yeah, probably the same. Probably six. So, yeah. Most most people are... I think sex is what you make it. If, you go, if, yes. you, if you're having a terrible experience in sex, yes, you're 50% to blame, but... It's up to you to get what you want out of yes. it as well as the other person. Um, and because nine times out of ten I'm quite passive, so as long as the other person's getting off, as I'm quite happy. As long as you happy. don't have to do much and just lie there. I don't always have to lie there. I'm quite uh -huh. happy to move. Uh -huh. If I have to roll over on my front of my back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think 
for me, for me anyway, especially the sort of past year, a lot of my hookups have been. I could name your one star hookup. Which one? Recently, think Playhouse. Oh, that, was, <laughs> that wasn't a hookup. I did, I, oh, 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 that I is a hookup. That. I did count that, didn't I? Because yeah. it definitely, definitely was in my mouth. Um, yeah, that was definitely that wasn't even a one star. That's a half star. Um, although his castmate's been messaging me, <laughs> which is really funny, and messaging me on Instagram of all places. Um, I think, m- apart from the really odd occasion, most of my hookups are not regular hookups but people that I hook up with I've hooked up with in the past so I know what I'm getting yeah. so like with the Italian we don't hook up that much but I know that I'm going to you know get a good nine inch dick down my throat and I know it's, al- it's always fun between us um, so yeah like a lot of mine are very much real right so my, my next one I I'm excited you. about this because I've got like some, I've got like three different answers so who's the sexy sexy so rugby player I've you got know four, of? So I've got four different answers. So, um, yeah, so Rainbow Bear asked this. Um, so who's the sexy, who is the sexiest rugby player that you know of? So all out, above everyone else, Sonny Bill Williams is the hottest man on this planet. <laughs> he is. You can't, like, just, you just can't say otherwise. The man is beautiful. What are you looking at here? I'm having to remember his name. All right, because <laughs> I wrote it um, down and then I've bloody. However, if it's a local rugby player, Grant Gilchrist from Edinburgh, I love. I think he is absolutely gorgeous. So he's a pro rugby player that plays for Edinburgh. And then when you're talking about the non-pros, I really want to say Alex and Carl because I love those two guys. So Alex is. They actually play together. So, Carl, I've known for about six years. He is the loveliest, sweetest, most adorable. This isn't the one you shaded to on Twitter. No, I'm not shaded to anyone on Twitter. Who was the one you were shaded to on Twitter when you told him he was fat and he blocked you? Oh, that was, that was Ollie Phillips. Um, he played. He played for England. Um, no, Alex is the guy that sends in the voice memos yes. to say he's listening to the podcast. I think he's really handsome. I also think Carl that's Tibbs1981. I think he's handsome as well. But I've known him for ages, so it's really weird thinking that he's hot. Um, but, no, it, it, it feels weird. It's like me saying you're hot. Like, it's no. But I'm cute. <sighs> you keep saying I Disneyfy everything. Give me this. <laughs> you Disneyfy everything because you like everything to have a nice, happy ending. And you like everyone to think all nice happiness and sunshine. <laughs> and that's what I mean by Disneyfy. But... A non-professional rugby player that I think is drop dead gorgeous is Ginger Mouse Fit, who plays for the Stockholm team. Oh, the this yes. six foot odd hot ginger guy. Oh, he is just beautiful. So yeah, I had like four answers. Of course, did. I think I'm going to go yes. with uh, Joe Marler <gasps> for the England team just because I yes. like them a bit. I like them a bit rough. Um, and I quite clearly like a forward and clearly you like someone that likes grabbing dick very much <laughs> uh, <laughs> a ten, is it 10 week ban he's got yes and probably Johnny Wilkinson in his heyday was mm. there was something really cute about him but I like it you know the, he's a very, he's de- he was definitely in his heyday a pretty boy yeah but he, he was cute and a fit cute boy Wait. back back in the day Danny Kerr before I liked bears because mm. Danny oh, Kerr any of the old Welsh forwards yeah <laughs> um, right 
<laughs> Far too many Rainbow Bear, that's the answer. Yeah. Um, right. all, all, all the rugby boys, all the rugby boys. Is this next one two questions or one question with a statement? Right, so the, the one, so it's a question and then the bit underneath <laughs> that I added which is email. a whole <laughs> sentence, he re-clarified why he was asking it. Right, so give me a statement. Yes. Um, well, you need to ask the question first. Well, this is yours, I asked the rugby one. No, I asked the rugby one. How do you feel about cis straight girls in a gay club? Right. So to give you the statement below as well. Uh, I did the question to, to ask me anything, Pod, just to ask the reason I asked this, is that I mentioned something related recently on my Instagram and got a bunch of reactions from a lot of guys saying that they didn't mind being out in the club, on the scene, at Pride, a drag show, and the crowd being predominantly women. Whereas for me, that makes it entirely the opposite of why I go to these places. I go to be around other queer people, and particularly gay men, and not to be around straight, usually young girls. I can't bear being around loads of girls, but that seems to be an unpopular opinion. Well, more than unpopular, it seems like it was problematic to say that. Right, so, what do you think? The, to me, it, okay, so gay club. I need a definition of the gay club. If I've gone to something like GAY, and it's full of mostly predominantly women and girls, I expect it to be full of twinks as well. So, in that instance, it does not bother me. If I was at a... But we're not talking about the gay contingency that's in the clubs. But, but we're talking about the straight contingency. The, the, yeah, the problem is, though, it says in gay clubs. It, yes. it, to me, I need context of the gay club. So, if I was... I, personally, prefer to go to a male-only space. Okay, um, I am not bothered as long as that person is identifying as ideally male. Um, mm -hmm. th then I'm quite happy with that. If I have to go into a mixed space, it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me. Would I go to it as an option? Probably not. Do I do I mind being in a bar full of lesbians? If we're looking at it from another point of view, not really. But I don't imagine lesbians like being around me either. Um, <laughs> but but. But we're as, not talking about as, as 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 for the the statement of how do I feel about you know cis straight girls in gay clubs, as long as people are being respectful, and it's not a hen party incident where it's we're out to look at the freaks, which yeah. which is classically what it would yeah, yeah. be, um then if not I I personally, I I don't mind as long as people are being respectful. It's when it crosses that line of of is this actually a queer space anymore or is this now a reclaimed straight yes. space and it's no longer a safe queer space that's to me where it becomes an issue so go <laughs> <laughs> no so uh, I have a slightly different opinion to you and to Leo yep um, I think I think if a cisgender female is invited to a gay space by someone that is of the LGBTQAI XYZ community I think that's fine because in general they are very respectful of the space, of the people in the space when it is a group of girls I agree with Leo that your attitude, your demeanour does change you're a bit more on guard so the perfect example I'm going to use because it does use um, yeah. a drag club was when we went to see Latrice Oh, with the three girls in front of with us. With the three girls. Now, they were quite innocuous. They weren't really bothering anyone. But two <clears> of the <throat> girls were clearly interested in trying to speak to us. And not in a, oh, this drag show's great kind of way. One of them was definitely looking for some sort of dick. And she made that very evident. That should not be happening in a gay space. It shouldn't be. Mm. Because if that was a straight man going up having that sort of same interactions that she was having with us with a woman 
that be a sexual predator? So, when it's groups like that, like, I know that some of the gay clubs in Edinburgh, particularly during the summer, will not let hen nights in. I think that's how it should be. I think if you're going into something that identifies as an LGBT establishment, if you are perceived to be or are willing to be open about that you are a cis straight female, you should be invited, you should be a patron's guest. That's kind of how I say it because LGBT spaces are safe spaces for the LGBT community. They're not safe spaces for hen nights. They're not safe spaces for the post theatre groups. They're not. It's a gay club. The majority of the people and a large majority of the people should identify as part of the LGBT community. So I I actually agree. With Leo. Mostly with Leo. <clears throat> um, but having said that, I've had a lot of really good nights out, particularly at CC's, where we've taken a couple of straight girls and it's been the best night ever. But You've invited but them. But they're invited and they're very much... They're, they're part of the LGBT community, even though they're straight. So alliance. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I th- but I do think that's different. Um, what's your favourite type of sweet? So I don't... I don't really have a... Fa- I, 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 I keep saying that I don't have a sweet tooth, but every time I go to the cinema, I always buy a bag of sweets. But jelly babies or jelly beans... See that's interesting. I just said if I was picking a favorite type of sweet for you, I'd go with anything sour or gets you to pull a face when you lick yes. it or chew it. Probably. So, 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 but so they're not my favorite. They wouldn't be like if I was like walking. Like if I had a pick and mix, I wouldn't yeah. necessarily go for the sour things. The first things I would go for the jelly beans and jelly babies. Um, I don't know. I I definitely have a sweet tooth, but I like so many sweets. It's hard. To yeah. pick, it's hard to pick one. I probably still enjoy boilings. The oh, most, no, or, like or something them. I can suck on, like a humbug or yeah. mint or chocolate clair, um, or <gasps> ooh, uh, um, mint chocolate eclair thing. What are they called again? Oh yeah, they, the, they the taste green, like the horrible yeah, green color. They taste like glass if yes, you chew them. Yeah. Um, oh god. So so I I quite like it. I think you get a bit even um, aniseed balls, aniseed twists. I love mm. a re- I love a retro sweet. Sherbet fountain. I could go on forever. You could. <laughs> uh, so, um, what kink would you like to try? Sorry, um, Husky just sent me a message. Um, so Husky. So this is live breaking. This is news. live breaking news. So Husky's um, not boyfriend boyfriend, just like Andrew and you. Um, they've not defined their relationship. Um, was over last night and he was a little bit drunk and he said to me this morning that he wasn't hungover. I've just literally the podcast page has literally got a message with a photo of um, Phil saying he lied. He's hungover as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm surprised! Aren't they so cute? No, I wonder if, if they use the spatula. <laughs> no, they haven't. Not only for cooking. I've been told. <laughs> just because we're talking about kinks. Yes. Um, um, I think any of the kinks that I've wanted to try. I've tried but I when it comes to kinks I'm very vanilla I'm not really into like I don't really have that many physical fetishes or kinks I think I'm probably going to try pub play next just yeah, well, because I'm, well, you're, I'm you're getting the mask you I'm, eventually we can find one which fits my giant head um, I'm I'm busy working through my list of, of kinks so I I probably do more things than I'm probably more adventurous than you 
probably and, the same and, adventurous. And, and, and it's the, things that I don't want to try it, so I wouldn't say that I'm being unadventurous because it's not something that I'm no, into. No, no. I, I think I went through such a period of not doing things, and that that's why. So, um, yeah, I think I think most most things most things I've tried. The problem is because the king community is always evolving. Yeah, there's always something new which is considered a fetish or something which is on the outskirts. Which um, people maybe haven't tried or you've not heard yeah. of yet. Um, you, I'm not gonna lie. Like another podcast, I quite like to play with a silicon dick. I think that would. I just. I'm that kind of. I'd like to see what it's like. Yeah. It's that fascination element of it. Um, would I have silicone injected it myself? Probably not. The risks. Oh the risks no! Um, see, just listening to oh. him talking about that on the podcast, I was like, oh. totally would. I totally would try saline. Love to try sailing. I think that'd be fun. Oh no! Uh, really? You cannot no. think of sailing balls. That'd be <coughs> I no. think it'd be funny. Um, I think a lot for me as well with kink. Sorry, just coughing. I've got the corona. <laughs> I get really confused because it's COVID nineteen, isn't it? Yeah. So it's a coronavirus, but it's a COVID nineteen strain of it. And the problem is where I'm from. If you say something's COVID, it means it's dead. Well, so, 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 so it's like it sounds about right. Every time I read it, it's like dead nineteen. It's like what the hell is this? Um, but that—that's me and some localisms. There. Um, so, if you had a choice between yes. being born straight or LGBTQI plus, which would you choose and why? I would say straight, just because it's easier in general. You uh, don't need to defend yourself on stupid things like. Not so much with my work, because we're all quite open and honest about our sex lives, but a lot of the the older members of my team are quite happy to talk about, not necessarily their sex lives, but their romantic lives, but if I say, oh, I'm going on a date with a guy, or oh, I've just slept with a guy, there is that... Double take. Sort of double taking that step back. So yeah... It's just a little bit easier. Or I would imagine it's a little bit easier. Uh, given the option, I think I'd quite like to have been born a woman. and That's I'd, not the I'd question. Be, I'd be a lesbian. That's it's not a, the question. So being born straight no. or LGBTQI. So I could say I want to be born a woman and be a lesbian. <laughs> right. and no, the, because the, you would still be born into the same gender that you are and that you are. But it doesn't specify that. That is a given. <laughs> that is not a given. That is not what says. Phil, you need to be more specific in your question, right? Nope. And then when he was specific in his question, you deviated from the answer saying, I so, don't follow. So, right, if I, if, I, if, I had, if I had a choice, I think it'd be. I think, given the choice, would I be straight? I, I don't know. I think, I think you're right. I think being straight is so much easier. I, I think. I think straight people have their own problems, but it is such a different set of problems. Yeah, and 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 you know the thought of being married with kids and a family is sometimes nice, and maybe having that experience would have been nice. Would it would it change my experiences? Probably not. Oh God, no! No, I wouldn't change who I am. But um, but no. Yeah. Uh, first kiss. First kiss. Mine was with a guy called Jay, who was considerably older than I was. I've got to be brutally honest, I can't remember. <sighs> I can think of was fir- that many? I, I can think of first kiss at school with a girl. That doesn't really um, count. Yeah, and but but first kiss with a guy, I genuinely can't remember. Um, and more just because you know when you end up in a small group situation, yeah, that. Um, <laughs> No, no. Well, <laughs> so, so what you're saying is your first gay experience was also an orgy. <laughs> was it, well, was it, 
threesome with two older gentlemen, but I just don't remember which one kissed first. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> right, my next one is one of the favourite. If you and Stephen did Freaky Friday, which I spelt Freely Friday, yep. um, who who would freak out first? Which explains why you asked me what the fuck it meant. <laughs> yes. Um, um, I, I still think Stephen would freak out first, right? More because it's that horror bit of, of oh my god, I'm sleeping. <laughs> why? Am, why am I sleeping? What's happened? What, am I what dead? Is this? <laughs> um, and then the second thought of going, oh fuck! Mark doesn't know what to do with technology, and he has my phone, and he can unlock it. <laughs> no, but see, you think that wouldn't bother me at all because I'd happily show you anything that's on my phone. So I know, but could you imagine me posting things? Because they totally, <laughs> they'll be like, look at me smiling. <laughs> well, you mean they should post like normal photos of yourself and they'd be thirst traps because it's me, it's thirst traps. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I. I think you'd freak out more, but you'd be calmer after the freak out. Whereas, See, whereas I'd be calmer initially, and then I freak out as it goes on. Yeah, I th- I think your freak out would be a slow burn when you realised what my day to day schedule is. Because people, when I when I say to people, oh, I'm always busy. People genuinely think that I'm lying. Like I know that you don't. Like I know. Like you've seen what some days are like for me but I think that there's a difference between knowing what someone's schedule is and then living in that schedule and I think that you'd probably freak out at the fact that it never stops I also can imagine having to tell you to go to the gym and your body's not going to fall apart well there is that too (laughs) Um. That's not a real question, because that was me just asking. You. Uh, yes, yes. So the next question is Stephen going. When are we, when are we doing it? Well, we're doing it now. Yes, <laughs> but that was supposed to like two weeks ago. Um, right. So the next question is, what was better, Biker Grove or Green, Green Hill? Hill? So I didn't watch either. Green Hill. Green Hill. I to have me, no context apart from everyone that was in Green Hill ended up on EastEnders. Yeah. So to me, so to me, Green Hill was still as as much as I liked Biker Grove. Biker Grove was just slightly too far in Newcastle itself for too much of a disconnect. Yes. Um, Grange Hill felt very much like a, a lot yeah. of secondary schools were, um, but it's it, it is one of those shows. Either of them is Grange Hill still going, or did it can as no, well? No, I think it's cancelled. Um, <laughs> wow, I really should spell check things. Yes. Um, so the next one gets even better because got remember to add your questions and who by. From just a whole town boy. Yep. <laughs> that might not be an autocorrect. No, that was an autocorrect. <laughs> um, then we've got, how are you? How are you? Yes. Are you fine? Right at this moment, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. It's all good. So that, yeah. um, and then the next one was, um, has there ever been a good. time when, you're not in, when you weren't into bears? So for me, it's literally my turning point. I think I was about 23. Um, up until that point, I had went from long-term relationship to long-term relationship and they were all, and I don't know how I managed it, especially looking the way that I looked back then, they were all really muscled. Like, my first boyfriend, he was an art major. I'd like to point out Stephen keeps telling me he doesn't have a type. I don't. <laughs> but I don't. And this, and the thing is, this, this it actually explains how I don't have a type. Um, it also explains like past regressions. Um, so my first boyfriend was he was an art major but he also ran in 
the 800 metres at university. Mm-hmm. So he was really toned. Um, he shaved and waxed all his body hair off. Um, just very nice looking man. Um, my second boyfriend, Ian, was a bouncer and bodybuilder. And that was my type up until I had, I'm sure it was 23, and then I went to Prague. And I met this guy called Daniel, who was my first bear. And he is lovely, and he is sweet. And he is genuinely one of the nicest guys. And we'd message, we'd message each other on, I think it was Grinder. And at that point, it's not my type. Like, he is your pretty much archetypical bear. Shaved head, beard, bit chubby, all the good things. But at that point, it was not my type. I was looking for, you know, the young Czech twinks. And there was none about. Um, and he was like, do you want to go for a drink? And I was like, it's 11 o'clock. And I was like, do you know what? Why the fuck not? I ended up back at my hotel. And he was my first bear. And it was, that was just that sort of light bulb moment. It's like, oh, all these men are really hot. <laughs> so what about you? Um, I preferred older men. Like you, I, I, I think when, when I was younger, I definitely preferred older men. Uh, and I think it just moved up naturally into the best scene mm-hmm. from, from there. Is because a lot of, a lot of the, the men I was into were, were into older men as well. And obviously the bear community in the UK was just kind of yeah. cu- coming about as a as a public thing. You know, it had been an underground thing and it was becoming very much okay. Um, and then that, that scene was very much at the time being about who you were. Mm-hmm. So, so it felt more like probably what the gay scene was 30 years ago. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I don't feel it's like that now, specifically the best scene. I'd say that it is a lot a lot different. It's mm-hmm. a lot more about where can we where can we box you yeah. into this? Um but I think I think Bez is just that natural pro- progression because I was never a twink. Yeah. I was never into Twinks, mm. and I think I think especially where I was growing up, you were very much forced into that. Oh, if you don't look like this and you're not camp as hell, yeah, you're, you're not really gay almost. Uh, but no, that that's probably my answer on the bears one. Yes. Um. Um. <laughs> oh, why are you on your phone and you should be working? I was not due to start till 10, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure when I said that, I was like 10 past 10. <sighs> um, so the next one is, what was your favourite episode to record? And this is from the lovely Noel. Um, I love Noel. Um, I don't have a particular episode. I don't. I, I think um, Your Face is a Sheep is one of my favourite episodes just for the hilarity of the dogs running across the table. <laughs> and and your, so your, your, your face when the dog's completely ignored you and went to everyone else. I know. Um, I don't have a particular favourite episode. There's moments from every episode that I really love and it's generally when it's something that we've not talked about that we're going to talk about. It's not on the notes and it just comes up. And that's usually my favourite. There was an episode like, I think it was maybe three or four episodes ago and we'd left, I think we were going to the cinema after it and I was like, that was so much fun to record. And then when I listened back, it's like, oh, we were bitches. So yeah, it's, it's never like a particular episode. It's just like snippets. Um, right. I so get a, this one, yes. Right, I get a ton of shite, hate, death threats. People tell me I look disgusting, etc. On dating apps, grind ass scruff, etc. I'm single. I'm a single, twenty-three stone man. How do I keep my chin up and my confidence levels going into daily into all of this daily negativity? Um, well, ha- having been twenty-four stone at one time, I totally understand 
what what it's like to be big. Um, and again, I th- having seen a friend recently post, I don't know if you've seen this, uh, one of them posted a screenshot of a message from someone saying, oh, I don't know why you're with me, you're totally out of my league. Sorry, I'm totally out of your yeah. league. Um, comment. And I, don't, I, I don't get that. I think not being able to talk from from you from this person's point yes. of view or how they're feeling i think sometimes you if you're in an app and it's making you feel away you maybe need to come off that app you you maybe need to step away from that that particular app but it also depends yeah. what you find attractive and, and if you're if you're not happy with yourself and it sounds so cliche to say it, it it's hard for anyone to say oh oh do these things yeah. if you are happy with yourself as you are no one else's opinion should matter. Whatever you do, do not reply back to them because nine times out of ten, that is what they want. They yes. want validation for whatever their negativity is, yes, whatever absolutely. their honesty comment is. Um, and, and my example often a lot is, is how you deal with things, which is don't reply, don't reply, don't reply, don't reply, don't reply, and then go, see these nine messages, take the hint, <laughs> um, <laughs> rather, rather than having to, having to say anything. Whereas I'm... I try often treat the apps like it's real life, so I will reply and be and try to be polite. And then sometimes people completely specifically in these apps take that the wrong way. That oh god, you're interested. Like none of no. my answers have given yeah. you. I am interested. They have been very polite. If, if you need me to say thanks, I am not interested. You, you know, but, but but people again also get really sensitive when they get rejected. Yes, um, I think. I don't want to give any advice because yeah, advice, advice is very specific but definitely surround yourself by people that and it's cliched but surround yourself by the people that care because they don't mind and the people that mind they don't care yeah so it's so for me anyway i've at one point in my life i wasn't body confident i wasn't confident in my personality it just just all round it wasn't working for me and then i found people that liked me for who I was it wasn't about looks it wasn't about anything that I could give them it was just it was just great friendship that boosted my confidence unfortunately the firemen boosted my confidence a whole load I probably wouldn't be the confident person that I am now if it wasn't for all the affirmation that he gave me even though now like looking back it probably didn't come from the right place but at the time it was what I needed so it is about you know finding the right people you know online communities are really good for that um, and if anyone's giving you shit if anyone's giving you negativity block them you don't need that in your life and if you're not blocking them you're choosing you personally for well for me anyway if I keep someone that's throwing shade at me and being quite negative towards me and I keep that in my life that's down to me for doing that. You just need to have that, do you know what, this isn't healthy for me, and it's gone, and just remove it. And I think that brings a bit more peace and a bit more centred, and being more centred within yourself, and then everything else will follow. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to get, I mean, I mean the line here is hate and death threats. I yeah. can't imagine what that's like to get. And you know, don't get me wrong. I I get plenty of messages on apps, even Instagram. Going, oh God, you look terrible. It's like that's fine. I I don't mind. I feel great about Sorry myself. Sorry about that. You 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 know. <laughs> yeah. Begin. I think Michelle Visage talks about this with Instagram, 
not Instagram with Twitter and things about again because I don't use a lot on Twitter. What is there an option to almost like yeah, not so you can silence someone. Yeah, so they can still comment. Yeah. you just don't have to see it or engage in it. So you but don't. The same, you can do it. that on Instagram as well. Yeah. That you can restrict rather than blocking someone, you can restrict how they can interact with you. Next one, favourite yes. no, Nobel laureate for physics. Blank expression so, from both of us. So I didn't you've had this it. question for over a week, so again, you could have Googled it. Of course I did. Could. I didn't. Um, so mine is, is Gabriel Lippmann, who I think early ni- 1908, 1909, I think it was. I only know because I'd done a lot of study about this in school, is that he is a not a pioneer of photography, but it was his discovery that helped to colour photographs. Okay, so I'm just googling um, Nobel laureates in physics at the moment and going, yes. I probably sleep with most of these people. <laughs> um, they're all so, gentlemen of a certain age with beards. Yeah, so that would probably be mine just because I'm a huge photography nut without being a professional photographer. And if it wasn't for his discoveries, I don't think we would have the photography that we have now. So yeah, that's mine. And we'll just stay in silence while. Yeah, no, no. Plays. I'm busy just perving at all the winners on physics. Yeah, yeah so, I, but it's a question. So, so I prob- I don't know any of them that have any like, of them which is a beard. Yeah, pretty much. Um, shallow. I am shallow. I'm, I was like, I, I, <laughs> you pulled the fakes. Um, can you both recommend an album I should listen to? Yeah. So this is Jaffa. So I have one, but one of you go first. Uh, I. Probably any of my K-pop albums at the moment I'd recommend, um, but I was going to pick the new um, Deluper album, uh, Future Nostalgia. See, uh, I'm loving. I just can't get into it, and I don't know why. Because a couple of the songs that I've heard, I like, but every time someone says it, I'm like, Ugh, her. <laughs> I'm I'm loving your new uh, I'm loving a new album. If you were to, to if I if you were to ask me to pick something older, I'd have picked Darren Hayes. But does it need to, oh, which one? Spin. Uh, no. Two seconds, I need to get the name of it up. The second one that was really weird, the concept album. Uh, Delicate Things We Are. Yes. Yes, because there's a song in it called um, Talking to God, which is my fallback song when I'm in a bad mind space. Oh, um, um, see, I would say Spin because I love 1980 Me. 1980 Me, yes. <laughs> it's just that re- beginning when he goes to the Lopper Jackson, Simon Le Bon. I was like, oh my God, I love this song so much. Um, <laughs> that, that I love Darren Hayes, though. They would be He's really to, good to go with. Or if, if you're wanting something mellow, I'd have gone with Enya and the Caribbean Blue album. Mm. Or anything by Enya. Um, so I only have one. Uh-huh. And it's Valka by Valka. Um, it's the only album that they've ever made. Um, I don't know. I think it helps that I know the singer. So it is Central Coast Cub on Instagram. He's the lead singer. He is just phenomenally talented as a writer. He's phenomenally talented as a singer. There's some songs that are really melancholy. There's some that are... There's one of the songs, and I, it's the only way to describe it is it feels like it should be a Transformers movie song. It's that roaring... So kind of Daft Punky? No, more like um, Linkin Park. Right. So you know how Linkin Park done the theme tunes to all the... Yes. So it has that feel, it has that sort of slow burn, it has that boom, and the vocals are great, and I, knowing him, like knowing the singer, and then hearing the voice, there's such a disconnect 
because the way he sings is not the way that you'd expect him to sing. I just think it's such a beautiful album. And I like I think it's about ten year old at least. But it's so beautiful. Um, oh, talking about Jaffa. Um, I was having a wee chat with him, so I'm, I'm allowed to talk about this. So Jaffa um, came out as non-binary, which I think is really amazing. Um, we've I, so 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 Jaffa. I'm really sorry. We we both see your both as non-binary, and both of us done that horrible moment where someone. It sounds so awful, but it was that cliche moment of when someone goes, oh. And this is really important and I've only just come to this realisation but I'm gay and we did we had that we both rolled we our eyes at each other going we did. no shit but, Sherlock but, but yeah. I think it's absolutely amazing I don't think that could have been an easy decision correct I agree I think, with you and knowing Jaffa I think it's probably taken a long while to come to that and particularly in this day and age where you know in the general media in the general public that people that are non-binary are not seen as equal yeah in the nicest possible way I think when particularly when it's people that you know I think it's such a brave and important decision that they should make I, I agree with um, you in the, it... and I would love to get I've spoken to him already about it so we're going to try and make this happen I would love to get him on well we keep trying to, talk about, I know. to get him on we've been trying to get him on now for over two years I know um, so yeah, we, are, we, are going to, we are going to try that um, they do prefer the pronouns they and them but he doesn't mind a masculine pronoun now and then um, but yeah I I just wanted to kind of add that in and the perfect moment because the question was there from him um, yeah I just think it's absolutely amazing and when you can be 100% yourself you know you're just going to be that a million times more happier so still has awful taste in pants though it does have awful taste in pants <laughs> um, and for, just in case you're American yes, so, and listening to this we do yeah, need his underwear not yes. his trousers um, but yes, Valka by Valka Jaffa, you really need to listen to it. It is awesome. I will probably send you the link because it's on Spotify. Right. Yes. What are your thoughts on typecasting slash stereotyping people based on looks slash experience? Oh, sorry, really... is that based on looks experiences? Yes. So I, we all do it. I don't have a problem really with it. If someone wants to stereotype me or typecast me, Unless it's in a negative way, and it's not based on an experience that they have had with me. I mean, from my point of view, I get a lot of typecasting where people assume I'm going to be this a dom top. dom top. Yeah, very much. Very much. People look and go, "Oh, you're going to be this dom top." And it's like, "Oh, you are so far." Like, you yes. know, let me sat you down and pat you on the knee and explain to you, whilst I play Pokemon Go, why you are so far from this. I mean, my kind of example of that is we've spoken about this in the past, so. We both know someone that is hugely muscled who is perceived <gasps> to being a dom top. Oh my god, I had a... So obviously with my training, my protein's up at the moment, I did a really inappropriate sex stream about him last night. Did you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you saw me so you know who I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> and he is perceived to being a dom top. And then someone someone else that we know very well, and we've spoken about this in the past, I'm just not going to mention names, um, did at one point tell me that he was going down to um, spend a weekend with this person and get my ass ruined was I think his wording I think you told me this and I laughed in your face yes yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and at that point the person that was apparently going to get their ass ruined didn't know that me and this other person were friends and it was in that moment where you go do you know how 
it was near the end of our friendship and it was like you're so full of bullshit and it was just one of these things that when they said it I was like uh huh good luck with that because that's so not going to happen <laughs> um, so yeah I think unless it's a negative ma- in any sort of negative way I, I don't have a problem with stereotyping I've been stereotyped particularly at work I'm constantly being stereotyped like just because I don't smile and I'm not a happy, happy, joy, joy at work, people think I'm this mean motherfucker. And generally, the stereotype is based on experience, and I kind of am a mean motherfucker at work. But unless it's hurting someone, I don't really care. See, my experience from, from you at work is different. I often get that, oh, you, you're aggressive, oh, you're, you're, you're mean. It's like, this is interesting because, in actual fact, I get com- you get completely opposite yeah. feedback from people at work until someone's not getting their own way and then suddenly it's oh you're aggressive oh you're this thing um, but no we'll move on to the next one um, yes. Meghan Markle yes. pantomime villain by the press or just a super bitch I think she's a pantomime villain I love Meghan because you know what I don't think she gives a shit yeah I agree with you I think he's wanted a way out and, and she's gave him it she, she's given him it and and she is the best thing he could have got yes. from her and, but it's the same way as I agree with um, the other one William Kate. and Kate. Yeah. I, I think Kate was the best thing for William. She's yes. she's the the two women have pulled the royal family in the right direction. Yes. I think William was getting to that point where it was like he was taking a step back because he can't. He will yeah. be king. And he needed someone that will bring him back into the royal family to the position that he needs to get yes. himself into. Whereas Harry was getting to that point where he was almost institutionalised by the royal family and that's not where he wants to be. And I think having Meghan Markle, who has fame and has celebrity and has 100% whole independence, she doesn't need him. Yes, correct. He's totally going to be stay-at-home dad. Yeah. I think that's going to do him the world of good because then it can do all the things that he's always wanted to do without having to go, what, you know, what's the royal family going to think, blah, blah, blah. Um, I love her. It, it just annoys me that I can't remember what article it was, but they were showing pictures of things that Kate done and things that Megan done, and Kate was all wonderful. And look at the it was baby. The one that I always have the example of is baby's breath, yeah, which can be poisonous if it's poisonous if ingested. And there was a photo of Kate with it. And it was oh how wonderful she picked it from her own garden. And then there was a picture of Megan with it. And it's like oh my god, the baby's going to die. It's like the fuck, like what the hell, um. I, I love Meghan Markle. I think, I think she's brilliant. I think she knows how the press portray her, and I think she sometimes plays up to it. I, I, but I think I think Canada has the right option. I don't think they could they could they could stay in America. No, oh in God, America. No. Sorry, in the UK. No, I think the UK was. I think leaving the UK is the right. The choice press would have hounded them. Um, it would have been ex royals, ex royals, ex royals. We're next. What the next one yes. is so bizarre. Yes. So again, so what's the worst thing about Mark's flatmate from Mark's flatmate. flatmate? So the worst thing about Mark's flatmate is that he, not so much recently, but he constantly tries to play us against each other, not realizing that it's, I will literally say, "Did you see that he sent me this?" It's like really, really, bitch. Mine's just his own ability to dry his feet when he leaves the bathroom. <laughs> See, I <laughs> that does not bother me. And then when I step outside my bedroom door in my socks, I get wet feet because I stand in the puddle that he stripped from the bathroom oh, floor. Oh, yep. oh, oh, that just reminds me. Of, that just reminds me of 
Is it from... Maybe. Is it Hellboy 3? It's either Hellboy 3 or Pan's Labyrinth with the really wrinkled monster with his hands like that. The, the, the one that you see the meme all the time when you put... Um, uh, that's you, Pan's when, Labyrinth. Is it Pan's Labyrinth? Yeah. When, no, not the one with the eyes and the hands. But it's it's always the meme of the... Mon- I'm sure it's one of those two. It's definitely a... I'm sure it's a, Pan's a Labyrinth. A Toro yeah. movie. And it's always the meme that they use with when you touch food in the sink. Yeah. That one. Um, that's that feeling that I get. Um... No, if you going to ask the best thing, we'd have said it's the free Lush products. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, only joking. Um, um, who's your dream guest to interview? I, I don't know. There's, there's, so many, there's, there's so many people I'd love to interview. We've yeah. never, we haven't done a lot of interviews. It'd be nice no. to do to do more. Um, I'd quite like to get the other boy on from your face of the sheep, because I think Simon. Be, Simon would be so I, interesting. Yeah, I... Yeah. Um, but fantasy interview would be people that I listen to podcasts on. You know, I'd love to have, you know, someone like Willem would be fascinating to interview. Yeah. Um, even Latrice, I think Latrice to talk to would would be fa- yeah, would, would have been should be really interesting. Would be fascinating. Um, if, if you're asking for people that we maybe know that we haven't had on, um, I don't know. There's lots of our friends I'd still like to get well, on. That's to do it. Things. I mean, but, I always say as long as the chemistry's right. So yeah. I think that's why we've always chose to have people that we we kind of know or are friends with because we know that it might not be the best episode, but it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, but I really want to get Stephen Rolf on. Yes. Because there's so much that I want to talk to him about, and he is such an interesting person, and he downplays his talent oh, God, so yeah. much. I love that. And this is my last book. Two books. Two books further in now. Going, I know. Ah. Um, just there's something so interesting and engaging about him, and he. The, I don't know how we'd be in an interview. Sort of not even. It's not really about that we interview people. I, I think it'd be comedy for us to do pictures together with them. Yes. Well, I'm so up for that. Just oh. not touching each other. No, oh. no, 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 no. I see, none yeah, of that. I, Stephen says we're not touching each other. I have no qualms about touching Stephen just because it no. makes me. Because the problem is, what I do is put Stephen be you. in front of me. It's going to be you with an innocent face <laughs> touching me and me literally recoiling. Like, don't touch me. So basically, what Nosferatu in the sun. <laughs> so effectively, I'm going to look like Snow White and Stephen's going to look yes. like a hunchback of Dr. Dan. Pretty much. I've spoken to him about doing a photo shoot yeah. with us. Um, <laughs> I promise not to push Stephen over whilst we're taking yes. the photos like um, um, <gasps> Which one is the photo of, again, drag queens where um, one with all the eyelashes won all stars? I'm not a great fan of it. won all stars? Yes. Please, Trixie. Yeah. Trixie's kneeling down and um, Trinity oh <laughs> yeah but it's a group shot <laughs> yeah I love that over. Boom. <laughs> with her um, leg it's like no. and you can see her so <laughs> my ultimate fantasy personally to be on the podcast at the moment would definitely be Stephen Rolfe yeah just oh I, I just fucking love him I, I, I think it'd be lots of fun right yes so oh I love this the next question's fun actually yes He-Man cartoon or Dolph Lundgren as He-Man um, well there's many many He-Man animations so you weren't specific but I'm yes. going with the 80s original one um, oh, totally the animation. I blame He-Man the animation for all of my body dysmorphia. <laughs> and, and, and so many things. Um, no, no, totally He-Man. Without a shadow of a doubt. Totally the animation He-Man. See, I'm going to say Dolph Lundgren is He-Man. And it's not really because it's Dolph Lundgren is He-Man, but I really... So I, I think I was only just a very young teenager. So many sexual fantasies of Dolph Lundgren when he was in Showdown in Little Tokyo. Mm. 
See, but that's oh. not Dolph Lundgren as He-Man. No, I know, but so, so th- but see, that's no, my no, no, association. No. Yeah, but that's not the question. But, no, I know no, that's not the question. Because <laughs> if the question was Dolph Lundgren, I, I I certainly picked Dolph Lundgren, not Dolph Lundgren as He-Man. Yes, but it's still Dolph Lundgren no. as He-Man simply because I have so many adolescent sexual fantasies about Dolph Lundgren. I really just wanted to lick his body all over in that movie. It was so inappropriate. <laughs> I think it's only about thirteen or fourteen. But yeah, so Dolph Lundgren is He-Man. Um, right, what's your favourite scene from yeah. the Virginia Wright Leo uh, <laughs> video? Yes. Am I pronouncing that right? I'm all, I always struggle with it. Even when I'm it, listening to it in the gym, it's like, um, I love the hot tub. Juggio. Now that we know, now, now that we know what the hot tub is, Juggio. yeah, it's I, I love the hot tub scene um, from it, and I'm loving all the memes with the masks <gasps> yes. for coronavirus. Um, my problem is, I kind of keep wanting to try and share them to my story, and it won't. Because no, because it's a story. Yeah, well, no, even when she's got the the midst of the video pictures no because it picks yes it but it's on a... their story so unless you're tagged in that story you can't share it no no sorry so see when she, she's also posted it as a video but can you remember the last time I tried to share a video from a post and it only takes it as a screenshot doesn't it it doesn't post yes no section. you won't what to do is if you message her and ask her to send you the video and then you can long hold and save you do know that I or just message her and send them to me and yeah, send them to we'll you. do that with um, So I have two scenes. Of course. Um, I just want to point out that I fucking love Virginia Wright. She's very talented. I also love Leon Cooper and they're very talented and they've done the video. So this is what I asked. Not that he's big-headed or anything, Leo. Um, so I have two. It's a scene where she's wearing the acid yellow. Yes. It's, I want to say it's, an Adi- it's Adidas because it has the triple stripe but I can't see any just on it I just love that because I just love the movement of the camera I love the movement of the dancers she looks fucking amazing in that it just every time that those scenes come on when she's doing that that dance it's just like wow and then the second scene is just before um, the scenes of the hot tub when she's wearing the graffiti yes so I love that but also, it's because she reminds me of Aquafina. No, no, oh. I'm pointing, no, I'm pointing you to say, yes, you're right. So right. The, the Aquafina look. It's, yeah, it's just... I think it's just that association with Aquafina, because I love Aquafina, I love Virginia, and it's, it's exactly what she... It was, it was almost like something very similar to what Aquafina was wearing in Crazy Rich Asians. So that's my two favourite scenes, but I love the whole video. I actually love the whole yeah. video. Um, so the next one is are you coming from a place of judgement yes always pretty much always <laughs> pretty, pretty, yes. much, pretty, pretty much it's like if you're if you're if you're not then you how can you have an opinion um, and then the next one again from Leo <laughs> we roll out Leo questions um, how soon is too soon to tell someone you've just met I love you I mean if you've just met them it's too soon um, that's like think, a crazy street boy question yes. isn't it I, I think it depends on the person it depends on the situation it depends on where your mindset is because I I would quite freely tell someone that I love them I wouldn't quite freely tell them that I'm in love with them because I think there is a difference and I'm probably just being really pedantic about it but I'm quite open to telling like friends and that that I love them and I think there is a difference but I think what he really means is you know I love you. Not, oh, I love you. And the cadence is different, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I don't think I've said it for over a year. So, 
but I think that's more down uh, you don't want to say it first I don't I don't think that's anything to do with it I just think I am much more guarded with with my emotions now than I have been before and again it's just as you get older um oh my next one because this keeps yes. spamming me and I'm loving all your comments about spam accounts so I got one we got one which is your content and the way you interact with your fans when is did you add these amazing uh, we would like to have you as an uh-huh. ambassador no, 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 for no, no, hustle no, no. DM us <laughs> DM us for more information have an awesome weekend this morning at 5am when I woke up Lo- I put them on love a spam so I keep calling them out now yeah. it's like nah fuck this yeah it's like this is to me this is hilarious it's like if you have actually looked at any of my pictures I when you look at this site it's great it's like I look nothing like any of these people you want as models so no but thanks for your spam um <laughs> next one yes uh, which of you would have sex with me well I don't know because the account's locked no it's not well I couldn't get it open on mine it's not um, so I'm going to say probably you since he follows you and not me Um, I don't know, it depends what sort of sex he wants. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I, I'm going to volunteer you, and since you keep saying... <laughs> well, I found a picture yes. and just went, yes. Um, <laughs> since you keep saying that you're not in a relationship and I am in a relationship, then I can't. But you can. So, yes. Mark will sleep with you, Nick. I think his name's Nick. Yes. Yeah. So Mark will sleep with you. Just come up to Edinburgh. <laughs> Actually, you'll travel. You pay. I'm loving that comment. Yeah. That's something. <laughs> travel. And then the... If, if he pays. You've said in the past that you travel with someone paid. Yeah, usually. Um, and then the next one, one is... Can I sleep with Sparky? Also, Mark? yes. I, I don't know, probably. Yes, yes. I'm just going to hoard you out. <laughs> probably. We need a new microphone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. So, we're having another break before we go into track race. Do we have time to go into Drag Race? Or do you want to wrap it up and we'll do... We could do a mini Drag Race one through the week at some point. We could. If you want to do a Drag Race yeah. one through the week. So should we wrap... Should we, do we want to do movies as well after that? Yeah, because we've only seen a couple of movies, so we could wait until next, so we'll do, we'll the do, next one. Right, yeah. So, we'll right, do so we're doing half an episode today, guys. Yeah. Because it is an hour and 44 minutes in. Um, <laughs> so very quickly, should we just do... Should we just do future plans? Yeah. And then wrap up. So future plans... Well... <laughs> these future plans might not be future plans yeah so Bear Bash is currently on yes. but we, it, may, it is open to being cancelled depending on if you've been Covid um, <laughs> so I, that, think we'll, I think they'll end up cancelling so it. that's the 30th of April to the 4th of May please remember it is no longer a UK bank holiday that weekend no did we find out we're getting a Brexit day as a new bank holiday no no it's the only thing which is possibly coming out of it then Edinburgh Pride is the 13th of June again that's subject to change and Leeds Pride is the 2nd of August we imagine by then we should have all been given the all clear uh, mm, <laughs> are they predicting it going longer than that but what you've got to remember is China is what three four months ahead of us and Italy's a month ahead of us and it'll on lockdown now. But this isn't going to be something that's just going to go away in two weeks' time. <laughs> we'll see. I, I'm surprised no one asked us the question of which one of us do we think will catch it first. Oh, you. <laughs> totally you. <gasps> do you want to talk about your hand sanitizer story? Which one? At work. The one where we have no hand sanitizer or the one where the customer fucking screamed at me? The one where the customer screamed at you. So, so again, Stephen works at retail. How's retail? How are your toilet roll sales? <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I don't understand this. Explain to me what it's like working in retail when this is happening. Um, so the, the pet, I don't know if it's just because I want a senior turner moment or not. Um, 
But um, Mad Max 3 Beyond Thunderdome Yeah That <laughs> Very much that um, So at the moment So I work in retail I work in a large I have a very large um, Building Where we have had to Have maximum purchase policies On toilet roll Tins of veg Literally tins of veg um, Water why? I know some trees in the UK are water quality, exactly. specifically in Scotland. I think the water it's water quality here is amazing. I think I don't understand why these people are doing it. I don't. I don't get it at all. However, putting myself into their minds. So if you've got a family of five or six, mm. and one person needs to self-isolate, do you really want them drinking from the same cups that you might be drinking from, or would you rather just pass them a bottle of water? That they can then put in the bin, or you could just rest, or you wash the cup. And no, I know, I know, I I don't get it. I do know this is it. You're correct. I don't, um, I don't understand it. The people, so oh, pasta. I had one customer, and oh, oh god, yeah, the pasta thing the as pasta. well. Well, oh. I've never seen a run oh. of pasta before. In oh. This one person, one person who lives alone, by the because I asked, forty-five kilos of pasta to try to buy, forty-five, and I was like, are you trying to self-isolate? And they're like, yeah. I said, why do you need 45 kilos? Well, it's not 45. It's 50 back to 5 kilos. I've counted. That's 45. Yeah, but I might need to self-isolate. But you'd only need one bag of 5 kilos because, you know, a servant's 200 grams and you'd only need to isolate for 14 days. And I don't think you're going to have pasta every single meal for 14 days. Give me 13 of them back. You can have two. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. It's, it's Fucking mad! You, you don't don't get me wrong. I understand the UK where there's things like bad weather, and therefore transport is affected. And and classically in the UK, it's milk. Yeah. It's milk, bread, and eggs. Chicken. It was chicken yesterday. Fresh chicken. <laughs> Chickpeas the other day. There's going to be people having a lot of really bad hummus and just plain pasta. Um, it's <laughs> just my my worry, and it's not coming from a regional yeah. point of view because I really. I, I work for the business I'm not owned by the business so I really don't give a yeah. shit um, my worry is we particularly in my shop we have a lot of customers that are battling Alzheimer's and dementia yeah. and this is where they come in to get specific things and they can't get that and my worry is where are they going to get it from and are they going to like go like try to go somewhere else and then not know how to get back home and things like that that's my worry or the people that need it yeah like we have a lot of carers that come in that can't get hand sanitizer so they can't protect themselves they also can't protect the people that they're caring for it's just just people just fucking buy your regular shopping buy an extra uh, an extra bag of pasta an extra pasta sauce that'll do you or do you know what you've probably got friends that'll probably buy your shopping for you and leave it at your door if you do have it which you don't it is it is fascinating to watch at the moment. Um, so right, should we wrap this up? Yes. And, and we'll next do... week we'll have drag race movies and all the other. Well, this we might do a middle, mini one through yes. the week. Right. You ready? Right. Uh, I'm starting. I'm yes. Yes. So please subscribe, review, and follow Bear with me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. 
And you can contact the show by email at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com and Instagram at podcastbearwithme. And you can follow Mark on Instagram at sparkycub and Stephen at just the hometown boy who's still shadow band, shadow band, shadow band. I thought we'd established this wasn't a real thing. It's not a real thing, <laughs> apparently. Right. But when I thought all that six months ago, we'd have got 400 likes, they'll only get six shadow band. Um, you ready? Yep. Thank, Thank you for, for listening, listening to us and bear with me. me.